what's really going on everybody back again with a special episode number 82 as always noah lyons joined by mackenzie marshall joined by amateur tiktok body workout guru henry woods uh we're back again be sure to follow us on our social media at wrgo pod be sure to check out the website at what's really going on pod.com apparently we still have merch on sale question mark i don't know but you can always still get it and you can always like, listen, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So we have, uh, first off, how are you guys? You always got to do the most. Right, let's go back for a second. Stop stop knocking my hustle, man. Dang. Our YouTube listeners, you can see Henry in a very extra medium shirt. This is well-fitted, dry fit. It's a Hugo Boss shirt. Stop playing. Uh, brand check. <laughs> happy women's history month there we go let's get to the business dang <laughs> y'all thought y'all was over with black history we got black women history month this is what we focusing on this month okay that part. and we about to drop a tiktok you know what i'm saying just to give you that flash to let you know yeah. we, it, we, it ain't black history just for 28 days it black history 365 you know what i'm talking about all right so the main reason why we are gathered here today uh is because of the situation in Ukraine, obviously, it's a lot of stuff going on in the news. So, uh, of course, knowing who we are, we did some research. So I am going to explain kind of how we got here. And then we're just going to kind of talk about what the response is happening today. So, all right. So, boom. Uh, so this all kind of started when the Soviet Union fell in the 1990s. Um, and there were 15 states that emerged after they fell, Ukraine being one of them after the Soviet Union dissolved. Uh, to stay free, Ukraine gave their nuclear arms to Russia. Uh, they were the, at the time they were the third most powerful nuclear country in the world in the '90s. But they gave all of their nuclear arms to Russia with the promise that Russia would not attack. Um, this was put to the test in 2014 when Putin invaded Crimea, which is on Ukraine's kind of southern part of the country. Um, this happened after Ukraine's president fled the country due to protests that were involving uh, him postponing joining the European Union, which is important. Um, in that conflict, at least 14,000 were killed and 2 million Ukrainians were displaced. This all stems from Putin viewing Ukraine as a part of Russia because of the USSR, which I just mentioned. So today, um, a couple of years ago, Putin tried to take advantage of Ukraine's then new president, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, by basically trading the areas that he controlled in Eastern Ukraine and Crimea, which I just mentioned, in exchange for influence over the country, which Zelensky said, absolutely not. Ukraine then sought help from the European Union and NATO, uh, which is a good, which Putin basically hated. And Putin basically demanded that NATO move its military borders away from Russian borders along the North. NATO declined and basically said, we're gonna put our forces on high alert because uh, of multiple factors such as, you know, um, the U.S. struggling with the Afghanistan pullout, Trump being elected, a new president in a new chancellor in Germany, France coming up for elections, the British leaving the European Union. Europe was basically weaker. The U.S. was weaker. And at that point, he basically just said, you know what, now's the time. Okay, Noah. <laughs> so to make it digestible to people and like, but like no, but but this is all important because the, this is a we just have sleep over there with your history lesson. <laughs> so to make it simple, I ain't cutting you off of that. Putin basically uh messed up the treaty that was uh agreed upon after World War II. 
No. No. <laughs> oh, see, see, I was like, no. Oh, no. You no. gotta simplify what you just said. I, that I, was the simplest, and I think this is what <laughs> this is what kind of I think is interesting is that we don't talk about this. The way the media talks about this, and we'll get into this later, is that this is just like Putin just kind of like saying, "Oh, I woke up and I just decided to like invade Ukraine." No, okay. this is like a decade long thing that has to do with like history and you know the Cold War, World War Two. It's not just like he just woke up and was like, "Ah, I'm going to invade Ukraine today." No, it's like this has to do with he a lot of different. He been plotting on this. Yeah, so for me to describe it in two minutes is basically like condensing. Like, I mean, the earliest date I have in here is the 1990s. No, I get you. I get you. We just want to make it. You know how we do make it digestible for the viewers. That was the easiest way to make it digestible. I got it. We just boom pinpoint it. I got you. Um, so I think we all we all know about the conflict and whatnot. So I think um, obviously Putin invaded Ukraine last week, and they're holding off, but not really going to be. Seems like in the long run, there's a big um, I don't know a convoy is what they say heading to the capital city. Um, I guess you know my question to you all is like, what's kind of your biggest takeaway from all of this, and is the U.S. doing enough, or should they do less? I think that's my key question. I mean, I don't really feel like at this point, and I hate to sound like this, I just feel like we shouldn't get involved. And I say that just because we it was just such a big deal that we um, deployed all those troops from Afghanistan. Like it was such a big deal to remove ourselves from that, that war or whatever, that conflict that was happening over there that we really weren't, we weren't really gaining anything from. And I would hate for us to get involved into something else that, you know, is just years and something like this, like what you said, explaining how many years that this has been like been thought about and been planned if this really goes full out it could be a long war or something I don't know I just feel like we should just kind of retreat for a minute because I just feel like America always gets involved um and I just I don't know I just feel like America always gets involved and we should maybe mind our own business honestly well yeah because I wanted to like I guess not address but like go into a point to where you like you said this has been building up we don't learn this stuff in our history books for real life, especially about Russia. They'll give you like a glance of like European history and that's it. So like, unless you're like a super, I guess like research into like world history and stuff, you're not gonna really care about this, the average person or know about it. So for me, it was like, oh, Putin woke up one day and decide just go invade this other country. And like, I was asking my sister who was in the military or whatever, I'm like, I thought war was played out. Like, I thought it was like a tech war, like you, or a missile or something like that. She was like, no, sometimes you still, she explained that whole part. But like point in case, like you said, it has been built up. I just don't necessarily understand the intricacy of it. Uh, I don't think America needs to get involved with sending troops, maybe sending aid, but like, <clears throat> I don't, it, that goes into so much because it's like we always are open armed to like European countries when, you know, they need help or something is going on. But in Africa, it's so many different type of wars or in these third war countries, they like to call them and we barely support. So like, that's my stance, especially with like these people, from my knowledge, holding people that may look like me or my like skin type into like the stuff like chaos that's happening over there so like 
it's just conflicting. Like, yeah, I care about all of what's going on and I want the people that's experiencing this like traumatic time period of a war environment because I have never personally been in that place to definitely be safe um, and, you know, get out safely and have somewhere to go. But at the same time, it's like, conflicting with my personal feelings on like world history and all that stuff because I mean as a black American as a black man I know you know just certain stuff so yeah yeah I agree especially about seeing the videos um I'm sure a lot of y'all or if you haven't seen there was videos surfacing um and just interviews with Africans who were in Ukraine trying to flee the country like everyone else were being denied being detained being held up not being able to leave just like everyone else so when I see images like that it just it's like liberate the Ukraine and like liberate the people there for sure 100 but I just feel like every time we have these crises black people all over that that uh picture of Andre 3000 darker skinned people always get the short end of the stick and I'm just like you know, like, yes, I don't, I also agree with your point, Henry. I don't think we should um, send troops, but yeah, sending aid, I definitely support that. Sending aid and sending things that can help, but actually getting involved, physically involved, I, I don't, I don't support, especially when it's, you know, people in, in the world disasters, we could have sent aid and troops and, you know, when all these other countries need help. And like, can I ask a question, Noah, because you, you're mm-hmm. the political head here. <clears throat> you know, we all have our different strengths. My question here is like how like I how I asked earlier of like did Putin just basically mess up their agreement after World War II? Like what where does that play its part here? It doesn't. I mean, like it's basically just saying like there was no agreement on Putin's side because he was basically or Russia's side because they were basically the other part of they were basically the foe to NATO and their pact just kind of just fell apart. And this is basically just him trying to basically say which is like why NATO and the U.S. do play kind of a factor in this because NATO keeps expanding and getting closer to Russia. So Putin is saying in his head, his calculus is they keep getting, they keep you know pulling up to my doorstep. I need to back them up because I don't want their way of life to influence my country. So Ukraine and all of these other kind of countries are on this like border of like they they border NATO countries like Poland and others, but. He's basically trying to push, you know, the West, like, you know, England and U.S. and all these other kind of, you know, white European countries back. Um, so this is basically his just attempt to basically just kind of say, like, get off my ass. Like, you're, you're keep pushing up on my block and you're going to keep pushing until I tell you not to. And I think this is not this wasn't the smartest play for him. Um, but I guess my question to you both, I guess, is, you know, people who like you know like most are just like seeing this and being like what's going on um the u.s did put like sanctions down on stuff and it does seem like since russia is one of the larger producers of gas that's kind of been the bigger thing of like you know certain things might rise in cost do you think that even that is an acceptable you know loss if we do send aid because i don't think we're ever going to send troops unless you know russia just like throws a bomb on a nato country this is not going to happen but we are sending aid, but that also means that like we're going to cut off Russia from other stuff. So it's kind of like is the trade off of saying like, hey, gas might be a little bit higher on the margins, but we're helping out these people. How do you all feel about that? I'm about to go turn my heat off right now. That's how I feel. <laughs> okay. 
that's it's how bro, I feel. Bro, it's like literally Mackenzie made that sound again because it's for me as an American, and that's the thing, like as an American, we don't necessarily expect we don't have to like we're not over there worried about our like like a bomb coming through our roof and that like that. We we kind of cool. So it's the, right, fingers crossed, because you never know what uh bro. Um, but like I guess it's just like, mm, do I want to pay more for gas? Inflation is already biting me in my behind now. Paying wages are not going up. So it's like, uh, but I did just say we should send aid, huh? So they're going to tax us as people, right? <laughs> I mean, so yeah. I mean, like, I think that gets to, like, the interesting question where it's like, yes, like, we, at one, as a country that is literally physically not in Europe, we have a layer of, like, removal from all of this, but we still, it's kind of like the U.S. is in this, position where I and we'll talk this is my last question for on this topic later but they're kind of like damned if they get in damned if they don't because it looks bad if they don't but if they get in it then kind of raises the stakes of everything so well, I think aren't they already in part of this treaty though they're part of the treaty but like they're not like saying Biden to his credit which is why I actually think he's done like a pretty good job on this he has never said like oh yeah we're gonna send like boots on the ground like he's been like no we're just gonna like try to economically make it hard for them to stay in this but I think he's just kind of like, what else do you want me to do? Because we're not, you know, we've made them, like Mackenzie said, we've made the mistake of just kind of going into a war and kind of just being like, we'll figure it out once we get there. And we were in that war from the time we were in elementary till earlier, like last year. (laughs) Crazy. Um, I think the last question that I had for you all, I think is largely kind of like a media question. I know that's kind of like how you you know that's your all main especially like Mackenzie and Henry you're kind of in the marketing space I think the one thing that I think has that I found interesting is how the U.S. talks about this from the standpoint of like I think we want to always view ourselves as like we're the rational person and we're always like going to do the right thing so I think that we've taken to Ukraine in an almost like a perverse way of like look at these little guys who are fighting this like you know this, this this evil person yeah. without kind of like recognizing that like we've been Russia in many cases and like we're yeah. really not the it's ones propaganda. To it's literally like, propaganda. Yeah. Uh, it literally is just watching it. It's literally like they're painting be like the cartoonist, like the cartoon, the mean, angry monster, and and this just communist and it's just these evil things. And then we're gonna come in and save them and live. And you know what? To an extent, I don't know. I've never been to Russia. I've never spoken to a person from Russia. I don't know what the environment is, but also just I don't know, being on the Western side of things, we're conditioned to think that we're right and our ideas are right. And there's probably people in Russia who probably think that they're right, genuinely think that they're right and where they stand. And that's what just watching the media has just been so interesting. And also another thing that I didn't like, they have these headlines when they talk about the Africans at the border. And it's just kind of like Africans say, the headline is literally Africans say they are being detained at the border or like it's not making it definitive it's like making yes. it like open-ended yes i saw yeah. that from the new york times i saw that from the washington post i saw that from all the major publications and that's that type of stuff which is going back to my point of why i'm like i always have to, we always have to think black first because it's just like in these situations it's you're something that you've interviewed people with you have their quotes you have video footage showing that this is happening. And they're and still in, physically in the country. And they're physically there. They're literally still physically there. And you're still going to say, essentially, 
Africans claim racism is happening. And it's like, no, it is. Yeah, I think like, yeah, and I think like I've had to like stop watching the coverage of it because it makes me like gross because I yeah. think like we want to believe that we're like this like perfect place. And I also think to your point, Mackenzie, I think the U.S. like, you know, emotionally and mentally has come from this place of like we've never lost, which is technically true. But I think we didn't glorify war in this sense that it doesn't have like real serious outcomes yeah like where it's kind of like oh we'll just send aid and you know the ukraine people are fighting so valiantly and it's like that's not a good thing like that sucks to like yeah. be fighting like to be david against goliath is not honorable yeah and no. so like it gets to like this weird perverse place of like oh well you know the ukraine people are fighting and it's like that's probably not the conversation that we need to have of like how do we get people out and how do we do all these other things but like we're too busy focusing on like the conflict and I think that goes to like America's love for like war yeah (laughs) like without saying it's the stuff that we really don't need to I do have a question do Mm y'all think that like he would probably that President Biden would try to use this situation and like his running or like when he reruns what he rerunning where I mean, if he does, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the Republicans are going to get the uh, presidency next. I'm just saying, do y'all think he would try to use this as a, uh, we're, I'm the savior, I can't, you know, get us out of this, you know, because well, I feel like your point, uh, to, to, you guys point, to you thing. guys' point, and that's why I was so quiet because I would just feel like, I mean, America always tries to like they're the kid or the girl in high school that like pulls somebody hair and then hire her, like and it acts like a saint type of thing. That's what America is. And to your point of like Biden, Biden plays right into that goddamn ideology and mindset of, you know, white savior. <laughs> that complex. Um funny uh I'll actually I don't think he will. I don't I don't know what you could say about this. And like which is like, I think over time, and I think this is like the most unpopular opinion ever, I think I'm slowly becoming not sympathetic to Biden, but like he's dealing with a lot of shit that's either A, out of his control or that he can't fix without a lot of people doing stuff that they don't want to do. Like COVID, he can't force people to take the vaccine. What is he, how is he involved in Russia deciding to invade Ukraine? Um, I don't know. He can't, really what can he really do? I start, I'm sorry to be so like self-involved here, but I don't care about another day for real, except these student loans. I agree. I agree. But COVID and Ukraine is going to shape how a lot of people view him. And those are often two things that he can only do honestly so much about. Yeah. But like I was speaking with someone, they said if it was a, a Republican president, it may have like been more than what Biden has done. I think that's personally, I think that's bullshit, but I can what explain why. <laughs> More I mean, what though? Like you, like you said, like being impulsive, like getting oh with the Ukraine. Yeah, getting that, involved in um that. I mean, if it was Trump, I don't know, because I do hope even despite Trump being Trump and who he was, like no, I, I do hope to some extent you still kind of understand he would even understand the repercussions of like doing something haste and doing something irrational like that. But um I guess we can go to the next. Or or rather, I just want to put one point on that. Do you know how all of this is very ironic, especially with (laughs) Republicans and stuff attacking or in Trump and stuff doing stuff? You do know the reason why Trump was impeached the first time, right? 
It was Why? because he got on the phone with the now Ukrainian president and withheld right. aid with the caveat being, I will not give you all military aid unless you dig up dirt on Biden, which is like the funniest. It's basically like yeah, chickens coming home to roost. He's cool, he cool with uh, Putin, ain't it, or something like that. So Yeah, so basically for Republicans to talk, if Trump was still in office, Ukraine would be probably going fully under right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's like it. It probably was gonna be a bigger deal. Like we would have maybe yes. got more. Involved. I know. I don't think we would have done anything. Because Trump literally said, "Hey, dig up dirt on my opponent, or else I'm gonna like not send you any money to deal with Russia, which you're now dealing with." But I digress. So now that we're talking about Biden, uh, he had his State of the Union. Uh, on Tuesday, I watched, uh, live tweeted it, which kind of made me kind of just tweet anything because I didn't really enjoy it that much. But um, any kind of takeaway that you all had from it, um, I kind of have a couple. I don't know if you all want me to kickstart. But... Go ahead and kickstart since you were our live tweeter. And if y'all aren't following us on Twitter, you should, by the way, small plug. Um, what was interesting to me is that Naturally, because Ukraine is happening, he focused most of his time on that. Um, but his domestic agenda in terms of stuff like student loans, he didn't mention once. Um, voting, he mentioned about 45 minutes in for about two sentences. And he did say the words fund the police like three times in a row. Um, so I don't really know what to make of anything. I think he's not clearly doing any favors, but I think we're in for a nothing burger until like at least the rest of his time in office. I don't think he's going to get anything done. That's what that told me. Oh, sleepy Joe. We meet again. You're stupid. I mean, that's I, what it's it, given. It's just given. I'm, the speech just gave. I'm just floating on by. I'm not. Yeah. I'm yeah, still, yeah. I think yeah, it is. But Potter, I'm not saying point, anything. Though, he got a lot of stuff going on. Right. Like it's a lot. The last couple of years has been a lot. So like imagine being the president of the United States of America in this time period, like you can't, it's so much, like what can you really focus on type of thing? But on the flip side, it's like- Oh, go ahead. He's focusing on his Build Back Better plan, but I don't think that are the, I don't know if it's the CARES Act or Mm -hmm. Build Back. And aren't they still trying to pass it in Congress? Yeah, they haven't passed it. Yeah, I don't think they will. So I, I will say his focus is there. And honestly, if it did get passed in a perfect world, there's something in there about free edu- free pre-K for free, all. Free like, pre-K. But it's not going to get passed. Yeah, so it's not going to get passed. So if it did, that would be great. But like y'all keep saying he's so, he's so much on his plate. It's been a hard year for everybody. And we still have to show up. You decided to be president. Like at and, least and, full yeah. throttle. Go oh, I'm not making if, excuses for bro now. Let me. I just feel that. like even in his speech, though, he could have, if he would have went full throttle, at least on one topic, like besides mm-hmm. the Ukraine stuff, like that, I feel like still is kind of, you're not even saying anything, but like, okay, I'm going to hit COVID hard. I'm going to, this is happening. I gave the American people something. Yeah. At least yeah. one mm-hmm. thing that we could at least grasp on. Cause like sleepy Joe, you're not talking about nothing. Yeah, I think that was his big mistake. Cause I think like, of course you have to talk about Ukraine, but like most people are either a, it's another country. So they're not, they're not like tapped into it like that, or they just don't think it affects them like that, which it really doesn't. So I'm kind of with you, McKenzie. I think he should have just been like, okay, I'm either gonna say Congress, y'all need to do voting rights, or y'all need to do this, and like just give the people a bone. 
because outside of that, like, and this is why I think like, what's the difference between him and Obama? Like Obama went all in on the Affordable Care Act and he burned a lot of political capital and Democrats lost a lot of seats in his first term in the midterms, but he got the bill and it was hard at first, but it worked in the long run. And now it's like his signature thing of basically he's the president who could say, I gave all you health care. And that's going to be his legacy. And I think Biden kind of just wanted to kind of be like, we're going to use the natural process. It's like, no, bro, you got to like go full fucking throttle on one thing, whether it's voting rights or student loans. And he just hasn't done that. But he's never done that. He's I never agree. done that. And, he, and that's <laughs> I why agree. also, I, I, agree. I, I will, if the will, the one thing I will say is, uh, I guess I feel, not feel bad. I kind of like feel, not really feel for him. I don't know what I'm trying to say. He's but been he's, dealt a rough hand. He's been dealt a he's rough been hand. He's been dealt a rough hand, but also he never campaigned down, like full throttle going one way either. When he talked, when they were, when he was asked about it. He just was home, like, I'm he here. He kind of teeter-tottered yeah. with that. So it's kind of, I feel like it is kind of unfair, you know, to, I guess, expect a different person. Cause I feel like he really is the same person that was running. Like he never really, I feel like stood firm on anything for real, for real. Um, but yeah. That's fair. I mean, bro, I don't know. I just, this, that's how I feel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I too mean, much, bro. Like, bro, is like, I don't know. America, American politics are annoying. I'm annoyed with American politics right now, I guess, because just, just. Yeah. Like, I left the speech basically with the like feeling like, okay, he's going to be a one term president. And like, I'm like I'm gonna be back to the bush. Basically, I mean, and and I and it's kind of on Democrats. I mean, like that's kind of the thing. It's kind of like there's oh, no one else to really though. blame because, like, you know, Henry, you y'all wanted y'all wanted here. this yeah. seat so bad. Y'all wanted so this bad. seat so bad. Oh my god, y'all was in barbershops on your hands and knees begging black people to vote, and you finally get here and don't and, do but, and you don't do anything, but honestly, of course you don't. That's what that's what always happens. So it's whatever. But um, I mean, one term president, I don't know, because I, I still feel like and I love my people. I really do. But the power he be having over black voters is kind of scary. Like, I don't I just don't see how you sustain it, though. I really yeah, don't. Like, I don't see I don't how see he did it the first time. I really don't. It was because Trump, really Trump was there. Trump was there. Trump yeah. was there like I just don't know like like what what case does he like for instance for us three like granted I'm going to vote for whoever the D is on the ticket no matter what but if you are a somewhat politically involved person and you might vote or might not what's your what's his thing that's going to say hey over the last four years I did x if you keep me elected I will continue to do x and we will build on y I don't know what that is well, that's the thing, like, to your <laughs> point of at the, like, most people voted for him because of the state of America. Like, we are like, Trump mm-hmm. has to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't do this for another four years. So, with that being the case, a lot of people are tapped out. Like, they're not really yeah. going to be paying attention to these elections. Like, and then when you talk about Black people, Black people only pay attention when it's like, it's war, baby. You know what I'm saying? When it's like, Obama's running. Trump is a, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, last he, presidencies he, have been chaotic. You know. Or not chaotic, but it's like- we No, chaotic. <laughs> We've had and to I, tap in. 
Yeah, so, and I think like what's the one like for you two, like off the top of your head, what's the one thing you've done? That's why I talked around it, cause nothing. Like, oh, oh, oh! I I did get my COVID <laughs> test, my little rinky dink COVID test. That's um, I got mine, but oh, I, mean, I got I mine. I got I mine too. It, but I got mine too. But like my thing is, bro, is that like, <laughs> no, it's not for real. I did like, for the student loan pause, didn't he? But by, that was by force. He was bullied into that, so that really doesn't count either. And um, as of now, there's a May first payment oh yeah start up restart up and i and be, right, and he he's not pushing that back the thumbs up of we can get back to regular oh he yeah i i audibly i almost barfed when he said we need to fill the downtowns again people need to get back to work i said slow your roll champ yeah like bro i'm not going into the office shoddy like it's still, what's the i work uh, no no mind your business so i i really don't know i mean i just don't really see like what thing he can do or what thing he's actually trying to do it just seems like he's just kind of like i'm almost like a placeholder like i'll just kind of like get this shit back that's how he planned it too yeah I, he's giving let me just work my nine to five and go home because <laughs> i mean sir, i mean okay he was inaugurated in january it's still i guess it's still early it's been 12 months 12 plus it's been 14 months basically yeah, that's what I'm like, McKenzie. He been in there like I a year. That long. Change. Wow! Oh he's my God, good. where has the year gone? He's been in there years of change, Shelly. Like, yeah, that is he's so had, crazy. I totally like, like, like you said, Sleepy Joe, fool. Yeah, like he's and had there a good it is. Time. <laughs> yeah. and there, literally, McKenzie, there it is. That's to McKenzie. Wow, that's totally how you like, know we've been locked down. Yeah, for a minute, and that's why he's trying to say what he's saying. Something about let's get back. Cause like Thank we don't even remember, know what day it is. You thought this man had been in the office just three months, shot like, and has done the same amount of work. How about that? That's what I'm about to say. That's crazy to speak to his work ethic though. Cause in a like in a year, we months, still cannot concretely concrete give you some examples of things. Like that you what you did, happen. do what happened, do what do what it is. I can tell you, it's just not good. He gave us that little six hundred dollars when they promised that. Oh no! Oh yeah, court, and no, he did 14. sign. That wasn't him. He 14. signed. He signed. Um, he all of those. But we, 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 y'all know what we mean. <laughs> y'all know what we mean about things, actual things. He about to lock y'all up. <laughs> oh, oh, he did say that though. He did. Say, unless we <laughs> our names, we do not support the government locking our black and brown brothers and sisters up. It's wiping girl and folks scammed on that PPP, and he started. But you know who gonna get the short end of the stick? Back to my earlier point. Is If you tweet it out. You better search your ad names and search up PPP and delete every tweet you got because y'all was talking about, oh, but if tweet I got my... Matter, you better get with a good accountant and make sure that you got you, you straight. That's what no, you need to do. Henry, the government going to want their money or else. Again, if, what's your case? Per that PPP thing, if you got the regular amount, I don't know about all that plus stuff, and I ain't, I ain't do nothing. But... Um, per my understanding of what happened, if you're spending on your business, then you're forgiven. The only thing is it, it's going to count as your income. So that's why I say get an accountant because you got to file that on your income. If you don't put it on your income and then they check your taxes and all they they like, uh, see, what is it called? See, see, first off, first off, you got the premise wrong. You assume that everybody who applied for that thing actually had an LLC that was actually legitimate. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know a couple of people that and y'all better hope and pray 
I stay nice and liking y'all. Cause I know a couple y'all of people talking too much on the internet and they gonna come knocking on y'all though. But for you run my stuff, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> it ain't me. It ain't me. But no, the point is, um, and you talk about following that on your taxes though, but the PPP loans was low key a while ago. So the taxes that that people, the PPP loan, I feel like was the beginning of the pandemic. People well, got that. I, I would have been on the last tax round. Well, they did like multiple things, stuff, I think. So like for the, oh. all I know is just talk to your accountant because they're going to be the person to tip. Like you got to make sure you file your step properly. That's all I'm saying. I would go a step further and talk to a lawyer. <laughs> What yeah, a loan are you going to do if they not? I mean, it's fraud. Bro, it's fraud, bro. You're People taking, was getting real money. Like You're taking money from fraud. the government with a zero-sum interest loan. I'm talking to the people that actually have businesses. Now, if, if you, you scam... That's what we're talking about, the scammers. If you have business, you have nothing to worry about because you took the money for the right reasons. I'm talking about... <laughs> no, for sure. Day, I'm talking about Day Day and... Uh, Henry, who came up on 10 Look, I ain't got nothing for the scammers. Y'all just, you better hope you ain't take too much to slide through. Shut up. That's that's what all I got because, I mean, what you gonna take? What a lawyer you gonna do for you? I mean, cop a plea. <laughs> cop a plea. No, they okay. hungry, bro, I see somebody up. posted on the shade room today talking about bro ran up a billion dollars in PPP money and spending on a Lamborghini and strippers. No, I believe it. Now, I don't know people was running up like that. That's crazy. No, they had like hundreds. I I don't know nobody personally, but I heard through you know Twitter and social media people were getting like a hundred thousand, thousand. I'm like, what the heck y'all got going on? I don't know them people. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no, there was there was was a quarter. But let me hold some. Yeah, (laughs) let me hold something. All right. Don't clean the money first, then yeah. let me hold it. <laughs> Shoot, that that might be Biden's legacy. <laughs> no, Just it ain't. What was, what Chill, was, out. Uh, Chill out. Yeah, actually, Chill Leo, out. that's not that's not. Yeah, stop right. talking. Like, nah. that was kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but for real, also for real tip. What's really going on? Just keep y'all up to date with the state of you in the Ukraine. Noah gonna rock us out. Give us the heads up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I was gonna say y'all have anything. We only did this to just talk about these two things. Y'all have anything else that's popping? Oh, and then we didn't talk about um Biden picking um her, um his SCOTUS pick. Henry and I talked about it last time, but it, it wasn't official. It came out the day after, so we we mm-hmm. we basically talked about it. But I don't mm-hmm. know anything else going on in social media land or conversation wise i actually don't know this answer to this question oh. does our journalist have anything to uh you know add? um i feel like the main thing that i've been seeing is the ukraine stuff um i think we covered everything honestly state of union we're on par boom all right well this has been episode number 82 uh to everybody out there thank you for listening and watching as always be sure to check us out online at what's really going on uh, pod.com be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at wrgo pod be sure to like listen subscribe and comment on apple podcast spotify soundcloud google play iHeartRadio, and youtube where you can watch this video in full thank you uh, uh, <clears throat> wait did y'all see the hb